Hello, everyone. Welcome to Fulfilled. This is Naps, your host and creator for this podcast. This is a platform that will enable us to discuss different topics, share ideas, and most importantly, connect. On today's episode, I'm joined by Sophia Riverdi, who is the designer of Smart and Light, which is a program aiming to help people with their weight loss journey. Stay tuned for today's episode. On today's episode, I am joined by a very special guest, Sophie Riverdi, who is the designer of a program called Smart and Light. This is a program that helps people with their weight loss journey, and we're going to be learning more about it with Sophie. Hi, Sophie. Welcome. And first of all, excuse me for my gaspy voice because I've been down with the flu for the last three days, so my voice might be a little bit raspy, but... I'm sure we will manage to get this through. Hi. Hi, it sounds perfect, your voice. Thank you for having me with you. Thank you for joining me all the way from France, I believe, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm in Provence, actually. Oh, lovely, lovely. So, Sophie, um, on this episode today, I mean, I, I watched a video that you had sent me about your journey, and I just wanted to kind of learn more about it like can you tell us more about your story before we start about the program yeah of course with pleasure so what happened to me was i was born in the 60s in in paris so a long long time ago and um i grew up in 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 a family uh of uh eastern europe um uh, emigrates, you know, uh, people who moved uh, and came to France. And they used to eat a lot of food. Uh, I remember we had this round, round, big dining table. And my mother had placed that, you know, those Chinese restaurant trays also round oh in God. the middle so that we could, you know, like jump from one dish to another. So it was always amazing, the food. <laughs> and they also had the habit to eat really fast. So like everybody was like turning this tray and eating, eating, eating. And then to um, to a point, I became kind of addicted to the food. And I started um, taking a lot of weight and I found myself like a, a kind of a isolated case in France. I was a kind of pioneer of, uh, ch- you know, children obesity, childhood obesity. And it was very difficult because uh, there was nobody like me. And uh, I was carrying this flag of o- obese children, you know, on my shoulders and it was quite complicated also my parents they wouldn't understand though why with all these amounts of food uh did i became so so fat and and so they thought uh, you know that they were cursed you know with such a child so it was difficult for me and um and then they started to like send me to doctors all over the place. So psychologists, nutritionists, uh, nobody would know what to do with me, really. Because in, in France at the time, there was no one, you know, with overweight pro- problem with my Back age. in the 60s. Yeah, it was a whole different era when it came to yeah. like, education uh, on this matter. Definitely. And there was no case, you know, I was... a. Uh, Okay, some people could be a little bit overweight here and there, but uh, 
but no no one was like really overweight like I was. So finally they they so every holiday I had to go to uh, you know a uh, thermal places like Vichy or Bride-les-Bains, which are famous in France, you know, it's water uh, centers with uh, special waters and and it was terrible and nothing would do. And I would still be very addicted to food. And when I was 12, they sent me to America to a Weight Watchers uh, summer camp. It was the first Weight Watchers summer camp that was uh, that existed in Pennsylvania. And I was 12 and I didn't speak a word of English. So believe me, after a week, I started speaking English because I wow. had to. And and I'm, I was supposed to stay eight weeks. But I think after a month, I kind of escaped uh, from there because, uh, because it was a there has been many things. Sorry for my English. I'm not a... Nature. Not at all. So my, I'm so with you 100%. Act. And I understand <laughs> so, everything you're saying. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. If you don't, like, just ask me. So sure. so what happened is um, I, I went to see the, um, the people there. And I said, you know, I don't like the, the way you treat us. And we were, like, whistled like, like kettle, you know, and do this and do that. And then the, I, I, I thought there was not enough food. But on the other hand, I realized that I was not the only child with obesity issues. So that was a discovery for me, good and bad. Good in the sense that I didn't feel that lonely but bad because I felt so bad because actually people in America they were much more overweight than me so yeah. so I, I was like maybe the thinner person on the camp and and I, I felt so bad for, for those other children. I felt so so sad and bad and and when I, I ran away because they wouldn't like, uh, you know, negotiate anything with me. And obviously I was 12. So, so I just decided to leave. And, and, but after that, I said, you know, I said to myself, I said, oh my God, they, they haven't understood us, you know, obese children and obesity, you know, at all. Like, mm. how can you do that to obese people to like, force them to run and to to do so many activities when when they can't even walk you know yeah and yeah i thought it's so bad for the heart and also for the mental you know for the spirit like you have the feeling to be a a, a fat thing you know that uh, that is uh having such a hard time to do this and that and then when the food time comes uh, the meal comes you're eating like so little and it's ridiculous and how can yeah. we survive like that you know yeah. so uh so so once i i left this place i said to myself you need to find a way to lose weight but you need to find a way to help all those people with obesity because it's such a terrible burden and and that's how it started really so so because I was 12, I was a bit too young to, to do anything. But uh, then I, I finished my studies and I decided to study um, food management and also hospital management in Switzerland. So, so that's what I did. And um, I was not very much of a mathematic person. So I knew I couldn't go to uh, 
to a medical school or, or, or things like that. But uh, anyway, I had another vision of the whole thing, which was, you know, to, to, to find a way to, to cook a healthier way and mm. to have a gastronomy uh, that could... Uh, that, that could suit a program for losing weight, which was a challenge because uh, usually it's not the case. And then everybody tells you, you cannot eat so much. You have to eat small portions. But, but I, was, I was thinking that there must be a way. So after my studies, I started working in, a, in the American hospital in Paris. And, um, and, and I kept thinking, you know, I have to do, we, we should do this and we should do that in order to, to be able to accommodate people. But then it was a bit too hard for me to work in, in hospital because I think I had, um, I had too much empathy. And by the time when I was working uh, in the American Hospital of Paris, uh, there was the first wave of American patients very young American patients with AIDS. It was back mm. then. This was and, in the 80s. Exactly. And and I felt so sad for those people. And and I didn't I couldn't find inside of me something that, that could heal them. And I felt really bad about myself. I said, what are you doing here when when you can't find the words, when you, you can't really like give them any relief it's you shouldn't be here and so and also it was like too painful on, on my soul like to 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 watch all those people suffer and i couldn't help so i decided to remove myself from the hospital environment and uh, i said if you want to help people you need to help people uh which you know better their condition and and what you know better is uh is what you're going through. So, um, actually, I was um, after after I went to school. I forgot to say that um, I, I was still in touch with many doctors that I saw when I was younger, and one of them was really the father of nutrition in France at the time. His name was Doctor Kreff. Uh, he said to me, "You know, we've heard there is." Um, there is um, a new surgery in America <clears throat> that can make you lose weight. And he was talking about the vertical bevelled gastroplasty, so the first bariatric surgeries for the obese. And so <clears throat> he said to me, if you don't do that, you are going to die. And, mm. um, and how, how old were you at the time? I was uh, about uh, 20 when he said that to me. And you and were still obese back then. I was still very much overweight after school, very much overweight. Mm. And I, I still didn't know what to do. And, um, and, so, and so I looked at, at this opportunity and I said, I want to do it because, because I don't find ways to lose weight. I need to do that. And my parents, they were very much against it because they've never heard about such a, a surgery. And they said, no way, you're not doing it. Uh, no way, no way. And so what I did was, was um, I wrote to the professor Edward E. Mason, who was um, the man who invented those bariatric surgeries, all of them, by the way. 
And、mm. it was a it was a opera. It was working in Iowa City, and I wrote many letters to him. And I said, "Please, I'm begging you. I need this surgery. I need this surgery." And he said, "Well, if your parents do not agree, what、well, what can we do? There, there is no way."、Mm. And so、uh, at once he said to me, "Look, I'm going to have a very big."、Uh, Convention with doctors to introduce my my surgeries in Boston. Maybe you could convince your parents to come and see because they're going to be people from all around the world. So I、mm-hmm. finally convinced my parents, and we went to meet him in Boston. And and it's it, my parents were very、uh, impressed because、uh, the man was incredible and、uh, such human. Incredible human being, and also people, surgeons from all over the world came to to listen to what he had to say. So、mm. of course it was impressive, and then my father agreed that I would get a surgery if I would come with a, a French surgeon with me during the、um, the surgery because he said if something happens to you and we're back in Paris、um, and nobody knows what kind of surgery you had. It could be a problem, so we found a surgeon who accepted to come with us, and so I was like that, the first French woman to get、wow. a surgery from from him. But that was so almost forty years ago now. Yeah. So,、um, so what happened then is、uh, two things.、Um, they told me、uh, it's going to be very difficult for you to eat in the next weeks and months. And、um, but you you're supposed to lose lots of weight, and you might have problems with、uh, vomiting because、uh, because it's not the same sensation in the body. And but this vomiting is going to last only six months. But in fact, I realized that the vomiting never ended, and like forty years later. I still have those kinds of problems in my everyday really? life. Really? Wow. Yes. So, but it's true. I lost a lot of weight because actually I couldn't keep much food inside of me. So、mm-hmm. I lost about eighty kilos, which is a one hundred and sixty pounds, which was like another human being, you know.、Um, and so,、uh, so of course, it was incredible. And then I then I had to do、um, you know aesthetic surgery because because of the skin you know the extra yeah, skin yeah yeah so that kept me busy for a while but in the same time like I was working and what what I did was I opened a, a restaurant and、um, in this restaurant I made a, a lab an experimentation lab. Uh, for my program that I was dreaming of, so、uh, the idea was to to have、uh, gastronomy, but with、uh, healthy products and、uh, as light as possible, so that people could enjoy the food. <clears throat>、mm. And so,、um, so, so I, I went on with that restaurant. We did some experiments, but I was not satisfied. Like I couldn't really say, oh. I found the right idea, so 
So, I, I, you know, I just left it like that. And uh, after five years, I sold the restaurant because um, I was not, you know, learning anymore. And I had, you know, my time was, uh, was done with the restaurant. So then I left it on the side and I, I did some other stuff. And then, um, and then uh, I worked for a very big American company that was uh, also uh, dealing with... Uh, health issues and stuff then i met my husband and then i i i became uh, pregnant with my twins and when i uh, when i i became pregnant i i i left from a, a place where i i was very thin with all all the you know the the surgeries i had done to 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 make my body look better and uh, and with twins, I've put on so much weight. Of course, it's ridiculous. Course. Uh, I've put like eighty pounds uh, back. So, but I was not worried. I thought, you know, when when I'm gonna give birth, the the weight is gonna go. But in fact, um, with with uh, after giving birth to the babies, the 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 weight didn't go. And because mm -hmm. I thought I knew so many things, you know, I said, it's not a problem. I'll find a way to, to, to lose my weight again. But though I still had the, the, the surgery inside of me, uh, the weight wouldn't go. And I started like wondering, you know, what's happening to me and am I back to the, to where I was and to square this, one. Yeah. And all this for nothing. And so um, what happened is um, uh, I, I met a doctor in Paris. And this doctor was, he was known as uh, one of the best nutritionists. And he was uh, working with uh, uh, show business people. So people, you know, for films, uh, they would go to him to get, uh, to lose weight or to take weight or stuff like that. And so someone mm. gave me, his address, and his name was uh, Professor Albert Chocron. And uh, I met with him, and he said to me, uh, he said, look, um, he was not very patient, like the, the all um, the um, time I spent with him, the whole session was five minutes, but he said to me, look, you're going to eat this, 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 at will, as much as you want, and you come back and see me in one week. And when I heard this at will, I've never heard it from the, the mouth of a doctor. So to me, it meant the world because um, for obese people uh, who, are, who have addictions to food, eating at will is really something, you know? Yeah, because you're not being deprived. Because I think for, for anyone... The word diet, by the way, I don't like the word diet because automatically you kind of associate it with deprivation. You're not allowed to eat certain some things. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to do that. So exactly. eating everything at will makes You're it so, sound lighter. You're so right because diet in, in French we say regime is like a word that is, a word that is totally forbidden in my program because it's already you know like a scenario of a horror movie you know because yeah, you're gonna yeah. have to you're gonna have to weigh your food you're gonna have to not mix this with this and I thought oh my god this is you know the opposite of what I want to be able to give to people 
And and so so what happened is like he gave me that list, but he just gave me names of uh, ingredients, you know, like let's say tomato, lemon, this, that, uh, meat, etc. And and but there was there were no recipes. But because I came from a, a background of restaurant and and the restaurant that I used to manage was uh, uh, such a gastronomic place. And I said, I think you can take those ingredients and make something exciting about it. So, mm. um, so that's what I did for one week. But I had a doubt in, in the head of my, in the back of my mind saying, maybe if you eat it well, this is not going to work. But because you said it, I experimented it and I cooked amazing food with my list, uh, amazing recipes, and I ate it well, like a lot, a lot, a lot, even sometimes more than what what I felt for eating, just yeah, to, yeah, just to to experience what he said. And I and I came back after a week. I lost so much weight, and in three months, uh, I was back to my my weight before the the babies before I got pregnant. So it went really fast. Like in three months, I've lost like 40 kilos, which is 80 pounds, you know? Wow, what were the, uh, just out of curiosity, what were some of the ingredients? Oh, <laughs> that's the secret. Uh, actually, no, it's it's very normal ingredients. It's, uh, it's basic, basic food, but there's a kind of chemistry in the list. Uh, so there's vegetable, there's... Um, some animal proteins. Uh, I know today uh, everybody's against animal proteins and I'm actually also not really crazy about them, but uh, for people with uh, obesity issues, there, there are no other ways to lose weight than go through such a program for a while. And my right. idea is, is to like uh, uh, give, you know, uh, the first step to like, heal people from obesity would be to go such a program like mine. And then once they're at their health weight, they could move on to a vegan uh, program if they want yeah. or to a, a different kind. But the, but the period where they need to lose weight is much easier if they're going to go through a program like mine. So it's, you know, fibers, vegetables, fruits, uh, but it's there is a, a kind of magic in, in, in the oil chemistry and that's why it works very well. And also, you know, mixed up with the with the cooking classes, how to do this, how to do that. It works amazingly. And also the principles that you can eat at will, you can eat between meals, um, and you can do a, you know, incredible starters, incredible. So you can, dishes. you can basically eat any time you want of the day. It's not like an intermittent fasting uh, system where you have to stop. Not at a all. Certain time. Not at all. So what you basically should do is have three main dishes during the day. So breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But in between those three, um, um, principal meals you can have snacks and snacks are also from my list and it's mm. uh, homemade you know it's not snacks from the store it's uh, snacks that you, you prepare to yourself uh, for yourself and and it's uh, and you can have them all the time so it could be incredible desserts it could be incredible you know main dishes it could be anything you want and 
it works amazingly because of the chemistry. Right. And, um, and so, yeah, I've had like so many people, uh, you know, using the program since 2004 and, and it's amazing. So, so what happened is w- when I lost my weight, I went back to see Dr. Chocron and I said to him, look, uh, I've been waiting all my life for, for you and for this program. So um, I, I want to add stuff to your list. I want to add recipes. I want to add coaching program. Uh, would, you, would, you, would you agree that I, that I take your amazing list to do that? And he said, yes, do it. Mm-hmm. And that's how I started. Amazing. And in terms of um, people, like helping people over the years, I mean, you say that you, you've been doing this program since 2004. Yeah. How has the feedback of people been perceived over the years? Uh, for clients or uh, for, for, for all my clients, they are like also um, grateful for uh, for learning and for acknowledging this program because it makes life so easy uh right. so, so i've had like um 4000 people lose weight i think on my website there's about 770 um testimonials of people who are all saying their story with the program but basically, everyone is saying the, the same thing, that it has totally changed their life, that they never felt frustrated, that they've found a new lifestyle, that it's every, and everything you want but a, but a diet, that there is so much freedom and pleasure involved. In, you know, it's, uh, people are eating their way to weight loss. It's, it's not starving their way to weight loss, you know. Amazing, so, which is unheard of, because usually when people go through weight loss, they have to deprive themselves from food. It's exactly the opposite. And, it's, and in a way, my experiences as a guinea pig from the diet industry when I was young uh, made uh, this possible because I said everything I've seen, I want the opposite. Uh, I want to be taken care of with respect and consideration. I want uh, people uh, to be able to eat at will the most amazing, amazing food. And, and so that's, that's the whole point of the, of the program. And, and making people also um, able to, to take care of their, their, their own self. Like n- not everybody will cook, but everybody who has someone cooking for them, you know, those people can be taught. Or, or some clients I had were business people always on a plane or in restaurant, but they would know what to choose on, on a plane. They would know on a menu, yeah, on a menu. So, so it changes the the life, you know, like dramatically, but uh, in a, in a very very good way. And wherever you are in the world, you you can find, you know, uh, most of uh, all the things that are allowed. So. So it's very easy for people to maintain. And I've had clients, because um, I've worked uh, many years in Tunisia. Well, actually, maybe I should speak about that because it's interesting. Um, I, I had my first uh, person that, that I've helped 
that I've coached in Paris. It was a woman, uh, a young woman, and in, in one year she'd lost 63 kilos with the wow. program. So that was uh, 130 pounds, let's say. And yeah. I went back to see Chopron and I said, look, uh, Dr. Chopron, what I did. And he was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. And, uh, and then it started to be spread, uh, the news, in between the doctors. And, um, and I finally was solicited by the government of Tunisia uh, because they had, at the time, a very, very high um, level of uh, obesity with diabetes uh, mixed. <clears throat> it was very high, and it was a real catastrophic situation. And they wanted to know more about what I was doing. So so I went to meet with them, and, and the... Um, the, the minister of uh, medical uh, of health at the time was a doctor also, Dr. Rida Keshrid. And he said to me, oh my God, what you're doing is so interesting. And I would like to, to you to, to meet with, the, um, with Professor Kemais Nagati, who is the highest, highest, uh, biggest specialist in obesity issues and diabetes. Uh, and can you meet him? So I went to see that that incredible doctor who became my mentor, actually. Mm. And and he said, I, I really we I, we really need to work with you because we have such uh, a, a, a a plague now with what's going on. The figures are so bad, and there was also very many amputation from diabetic gangrenes, and they didn't wow. know how to deal with it. And, and, and so I said, sure. And my kids at the time were six. So um, I, I was separating from their father. So I took my kids and I went to Tunis and I worked with those incredible people for 10 years. Me, who was not a doctor, who was not even a nutritionist, who was not even a dietitian, uh, they, they, they told me, you can save us. And, and so, so I thought this is so unreal and I'm never mm. going to get a second chance nowhere in the world to do that. And why did I get this chance over there is because those people are very humble. And mm. Professor Nagati, he said, he said many times when we were doing conferences together, he said, I'm an old man. I've been fighting against obesity and diabetes for 40 years. But I was never able to to get the result she's getting, and so um, so of course I went and worked with them, and 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 then I started like uh, working also on the side because um, because um, I was teaching uh, students in in nutrition uh, at the at the institution of. Um, uh, nutrition in um, in Tunisia, but they didn't have very m much budget uh, at the time, so I had to work on the side. So I've opened the center for people who had more money in in Tunis, and they would come and and they we didn't stop working for ten years. Like it was I don't know twenty people a day. So I had to like hire. Uh, another woman who could also coach them, and it was nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. 
Amazing. Yeah. And uh, sorry, Sophie, I just, I mean, based on what I'm hearing now, I mean, initially I thought that there was a program that you have that helps people with their weight loss journey. But what I'm listening, like what I'm hearing now is this is so much bigger than an actual sentence. This is like an education. This is something that needs to be adapted on a higher level, like t- for governments to kind of adapt into school systems and parenting and just to kind of uh, just to kind of address this issue that a lot of countries I've, I know in the Middle East face major obesity issues. It's totally this. It's totally about education. It's uh, educate your own self but educating your children your your family because you know i think the the main thing the main thing that parents should think of is that the best the best present they can give in life to their to their children is teaching them how to eat properly because if you look at the figures in the world and it's not only in the middle east uh, it's it's everywhere where uh, almost about 70% of humanity, of humankind, is now obese. Uh, it's absolutely uh, terrible. It's, yeah. uh, it's totally a killer. And uh, WHO speaks about globesity. It's, uh, it's number one killer in the world. Uh, I think in UAE... Um, uh, there is 70% of um, the adult population that, that is uh, suffering from localized obesity. Uh, but it's actually the same numbers almost everywhere. And before it was only in the USA. But uh, now, for instance, let's say the, the Chinese people, they've stolen the record uh, of, um, of Americans because they're more numerous so they have mm. so much obesity and it's the figures are almost the same everywhere in the world so it is a, a genetic mutation it is a, a very very dramatic situation and and there is every day in the world do you know how many people dies every day in the world of obesity every day how much 7000 people oh wow because of obesity because of obesity, 7,000 people. It's more than wars. It's more than terrorism. It's more than COVID. It's more than, unfortunately, um, people who, who, have, um, who are starving. It's like the biggest number. It's, wow. Uh, and, and I write it everywhere and I speak about it. And obesity is killing us. So, yeah. of course... Uh, it's been 20 years since I've started in this in, in this uh, area, in this field. I've heard doctors saying uh, we're entering the first era where uh, parents are going to witness the death of their child because of obesity. I mean, is mm-hmm. this normal? Not at all. It's absolutely dreadful. And but people they hear the figures but they don't react. Do know? anything, yeah, yeah. They're, you're right. I was gonna say like, that. Oh, like people okay. don't. Uh, all right, you know. Mm. All it's right. a silent killer. That's why it is because it's you don't a really. Silent killer, absolutely, and definitely we need to 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 educate our children ourselves to begin with, our yeah. children. But you know, prevention is a word that is very complicated for for. In, 
for governments they, they don't really know where this because it's complicated you you don't know where to start or you don't know where to end it's uh should we should we tax more the products that are not good i mean this is ridiculous you know it's like tobacco if you if you hire the price of cigarettes for people who smoke they, they will pay double they don't care mm. you know mm. one way or mm. another for the food is the same so it's very difficult to, to make them understand. But what I believe is that we are at the birth of a of a new form of a industry, you know, uh, for hotel and restaurant. And the idea is to teach chefs and and staff from spas and from hotels that, that are, you know, the most luxurious hotel, if if they would want to be like a the, the most uh, luxurious in every way, they would offer such programs to their clients. And yeah. so, so be, because, because we can mix both. Because see, here in France, I'm working with an incredible star Michelin chef. His name is Jérôme Nutil. He makes the most incredible food. And when I told him about my program, he said, oh my God, this is so interesting. And I said, yeah, because see... Uh, I'm a woman, and um, and women when they, they love to go to you know a uh, uh, um, gastronomic restaurant and have like six, seven, eight meals. It's it's magic, you know. It's like a yeah, voyage. Yeah. It's like a journey. But then, I, so you're enjoying, enjoying. But when you leave the restaurant, you you, you you're feeling like so you're feeling heavy like and bloated. Exactly, like you're bloated and you have stones in your stomach. And I told him that. And I say, why can't we, you know, invent a way, a way of cooking that doesn't make uh, this happen? And so I told him about my list and about all my recipes that were very home, homemade cuisine. You know, it was not gastronomic. Yeah. And, uh, but that's what my clients were using. And sometimes it was a bit gastronomic, but I made recipes that were you know, for everyone uh, yeah. to be able to, to redo that. But he said, oh, that's incredible. So I started working with him and he kind of does things that are miraculous, uh, m- miraculously amazing when you taste them. It's very, very, very tasty. It's You don't see the difference if it was my program or just, you know, normal gastronomy. But when you're over with your eighth dish, you walk out from the restaurant and you feel light, light. you know? Yeah, and yeah. that's the whole difference. And so you still can enjoy, you still can find pleasure in the food, but you don't have the inconvenience. And on the other, and, and, and in the same time, it helps you lose weight. So it's not yeah. only you don't take weight, it's you really go through less weight weight loss you know which is amazing so it's all about the ingredients initially like it's all about what you're actually putting into these dishes yeah i would say it's it's a it's a global vision of the food and of the cooking and of the um, there's a lot of things that are linked to the obese personality in the program it's a mixture of everything because if you just give the food to someone and you don't explain to him all the things you can do with that you know it's a real education so you need to understand the ingredients you need to understand the ways to cook so you have cooking class all, all those kinds of things 
And you also have the behavioral coaching, which is very important because it gives you the, the power to start the journey. Because even if I tell you, oh, you're going to eat it well, it's going to be marvelous. But the, the first steps are always the most difficult. The most you, initial ones. Yeah, because you're afraid of change. You're like, oh, where well, I'm, you know, they're saying it's good food, but maybe it's not good food, you, you know, or maybe I'm not able or maybe it's going to be too difficult. So you have all those fears and all those questionings because uh, as all the obese people, you've been through so much uh, failures, you know, attempts yeah. and failures of different programs. So, so the idea is really this. And I've had the chance um, to, to meet this incredible woman in Dubai. Uh, her name is Dana Barto, And I've met her through um, a very good common friend we have, uh, who is a, a very famous health coach. Um, and um, he has been supporting my program for years. Like we, we've been in touch for years. And he always said to me, I'm so impressed that you were where you were and, and you've turned into what you, you've turned. And, and you're still like devoting your life to, to people and trying. I love to, that. I love to... that about you. Like, seriously, <laughs> I really appreciate that about you. Thank um, you. I, I, I kind of never realized, except when people tell me. So so this incredible man, so Yassir Tavakshali, he, 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 he introduced me to Dana. And the idea is like maybe to, to, to do a sort of a smart and light academy, you know, center where we could teach people from the industry to, um, and certify the, those, uh, those coaches so that, because uh, Dana, she's a, she's not only a, a coach, but she's a health coach and uh, she's been working with amazing, you know, uh, leaders from around the world and she's, she's able to also certify coach. So we thought maybe we could work together in that field and propose uh, such education to the industrials of food and management industry. Management. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the whole idea of this as well podcast from my end is for whoever is listening, I think it's, it's going to provide a lot of insight because I feel that everyone knows someone who might know someone who is going through this. So it would be nice if people can connect with you to get more insights on the program, perhaps join it. I mean, because there are so many forms where you can help people. It's either through helping coaches or helping people directly who are obese. Oh, or, yeah. You know, there are so that. many I ways. I do that too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There are so many ways. Yeah. And mm -hmm. um, finally, Sophie, I just wanted to ask you, so how can people get in touch with you? So people get in, can get in touch with me through my website, which is uh, smartandlight.com. Okay. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm like existing on LinkedIn, on on Instagram. Also, I'm I'm an old lady, so I'm not <laughs> much into social networks, but uh, doing my best. Uh, so the the easiest way to reach out to you is through the website. I'm assuming. Yeah, I guess it's the, the simplest way or on my email, sophiereverdi at smartandlight.fr. Um, okay. but, but all those uh, contacts are on the website. So smartandlight.com. 
it's also in English, the website. By the way, all our books and everything are in English as well, French and English. So, so it's easy to, to reach me. Yeah, definitely. Amazing. And is there anything that I, I mean, I, you've been doing most of the talking and it's been so interesting to listen to you. But I'm sorry. Some... Yes, I'm like a talking machine when it comes no, to I this. Love it. I'm terrible. I love it. No, because it's just been, for me, it's just been a delight to just listen to this journey and, and the, the, the purpose behind what you're doing. But I just wanted to ask you one final question. Is there anything else that you haven't said that you would like to add? I think that you're the, the best journalist possible. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so sorry I spoke so much. That's what I would say right now. I feel ashamed. Not at all. It was, it, was, it was amazing because you had so much information that was provided through, during this, the course of this podcast, which was amazing. Oh, that's so nice. You know, I'm so passionate and, and I'm passionate because I've seen people lose weight with my program, but there are millions of people, you know, that are waiting for a treatment and, yeah. and it's so sad and, and the figures are so dramatic and I wish that, you know, someone would maybe hear me today and because it's a battle, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm in a battle for the last 25 years and it's very difficult also to, to fight against all the, the biggest lobbies, you know, which are, they, they know who they are. And, uh, and, and so it's, I feel like a Don Quixote sometimes, you know, like uh, I'm trying but listen, to. Listen, as long, as long, if you, I mean, I always say, if you manage to help one person with their journey, I think that is amazing. And I if you totally, manage to help a hundred, I fantastic. totally agree. I totally yeah. agree with you. Thank you so much because it, it's very important what you just said because that's why I'm battling so much because every time there is one person that comes back to me and says, Sophie, you saved my life. I'm yeah. the happiest person in the world. And what else would you want? I mean, that is such an amazing accomplishment. I would want people to really understand that there is a possibility to lose weight without medication, mm. without surgeries, without invasive uh, methods, uh, and just by the, the power of thoughts, you know? Uh, yeah. And it's not like something that you have to live with forever. We don't have to die of obesity, you know? Uh, mm -hmm. That's what we're doing, but we don't have to. And it could be reversed. It could be reversed by, by governments. It could be reversed by parents it could be reversed by um you know uh, hotel managers it could be reversed in so many different ways and what i would want is to spread that message and tell people you know we can change all that we can even do you know smart and light uh, or uh, could be called something else uh, fast foods that would be healthy for for children or teens you know or people you know who only yeah, eat yeah. fast food everything can be changed and it's a matter of education definitely but but uh, that's our focus is to 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 kind of help people with those terrible disease that are killing amazing us. amazing and i salute you i honestly salute you for what you're doing and 
I think this this podcast is is definitely going to be very very informative for a lot of people. So I really want to thank you for your time today. It's been a delight. Like it was so so interesting. Thank oh, you so, so much. Nice. Thank you, Nabi. You're you're adorable. Thank you. And if thank we you. if I kind of think of anything else, I'll definitely be in touch with you. And I want to wish you all the best on your journey. Oh, thank you, and to you too. Thank you. You're very, very, very kind, and yeah, thank you're you, so you are much. a great listener. I'm sorry I speak too much. Not at all. But not I have at all. So much to say. All right, take care, all. Nabi. Thank you so much. Thank we'll stay in touch. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you. you. Yes. Take care. Bye. 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 I'm Naps, and you have been listening to Fulfilled, the podcast. Join me next week for another Fulfilled conversation. Feel free to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Thank you for listening.